0: Welcome to the Pilgrim's Podcast. My name is Eric. And I'm Tyler. And we are here. Episode 5. five. That's hard to believe. Wow. Episode 5. Episode cinco, Cinco de Mayo. Just hey, kidding. Hey, September. We got a little ways. Wake me up when September ends. I like September.
1: But if we get to October, then that means the winter is coming. Winter is coming
0: um yeah winter is coming but i like fall like we said in the yeah, last we time said in last one, yeah. so we'll Just see shout out to bubbly real quick yes thank you for sponsoring our it. podcast yeah right <laughs> prophesy whoa thank you Lily. strawberry
1: bubbly little probably not the best flavor i've had what what, what do you have passion fruit? passion
0: fruit. this is good it's good one. that's good but my favorite um my favorite sparkling water is spindrift Oh, that's yeah, that's like, bougie, like, man. Yeah, that's, I don't level. get it often, but when I do, it's... shout out to Jesse Hirsch. He yes. introduced me to that. Yeah, he he's the seltzer, the seltzer man. He does. But also Peter Ogilvy. Shout out to okay. him. Okay, he 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 tears it up with these. Peter O? Yeah. I didn't Peter know o. that. Peter O. Oh, shout okay.
1: Out to Peter. We have a little mini fridge in our real estate office at Berkshire Hathaway. Where? Yeah. Uh, have you you haven't been in there, right? Tyler's a realtor. If you need a house, hey. hit him up. Come on, shameless, shameless, absolutely plug. in all caps, shameless, shameless plug right there. However, have you been in our office? No, I haven't. Okay, there's a little mini fridge there, and it is filled with seltzers. Come on. So if you ever find yourself in the area,
0: when I buy my house through, one day, I'll give you a seltzer. All right, <laughs> I can do that for you, <laughs> man. That is fantastic. Well, we're here on another episode. Enough small talk. Just kidding. Yeah. We'll we'll joke later. Let's just bring the fire. We'll just, yeah, we're going to get serious now. Serious. No, I'm just kidding. We'll probably crack about 50 jokes in this too, but here we are again. And today we are talking about navigating roadblocks, navigating obstacles, whether it be a raging river or a boulder or a... A tiger coming at you, lions
1: and lions tigers and, and bears. bears. Oh, oh my!
0: Flying monkeys. Ooh, there was a little bit of a
1: harmony there. A little bit. I oh, didn't mean to- <laughs> come on, Eric! That voice. Oh, lift your voice. <laughs> Sing it with me now. Oh, thank Bring you. Bring the God. organ out.
0: So we are gonna because this is this is in the journey, right? Like I imagine when we were talking about what are we gonna, you know, what are we gonna talk about in this podcast? I had this idea, like, you know, the pilgrim. He has the destination. He has the destination. He knows where, or she knows where they're going. Yep. And they are excited. They're like, we're going to make it to this place, right? You had the pilgrims. Um, like, they're, they're going to the new world, the new land. They're like, we are going. But I could imagine, you know, we'll, we'll take it to the, the um, American pilgrims, right? They're on this journey. They're excited. They get on the boat. I wonder how many storms happened. I wonder how many, um, you know, different things, you know, people getting in, you know, tussles with each other, right? Arguments or, you know, food goes short and they're like barely scraping by. Like you don't think about those things when you're looking at the end goal, right? You're like, I'm going to get here. However, when it comes to the obstacles that come up, it's there, there's a lot. I think of it too. Like I love adventure movies, Um, I love... Favorite adventure movie, go. Oh, first thing that comes to my mind is Indiana Jones.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Old school. Oh, Harrison Ford. Yes, sir. Good old Harrison Ford. Han Solo, but also Indiana Jones. Come on, dude. Hey, now. A legend. Shout out to Harrison Ford if you're ever watching this. If you're ever watching this. (laughs) I highly doubt it. (laughs) Thank you for sponsoring our podcast. Yes, we will receive it in Jesus' name. (laughs) Um, But... Sips bubbly. Mm. But... For, you know like you, you, so they get on the quest they start the journey and you know they they come and get to their first obstacle and let's say it's like a raging river and there's no bridge there's no boat there's no raft how are you going to get across right and it's in those moments that we have to think like okay they have the end goal, but they have to get over this obstacle. Same as in our life with Christ, right? Yeah. There's going to be obstacles. There's going to be things that we have to overcome. And that's what we want to cover today. It's a great topic. I love it. You yes. came up with it too. Well, yeah. so thank sh- you.
1: Shout out to you. I thank guess. you. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. It was the Lord. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All the right. Jesus
0: card. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's great.
1: Let's talk about that though. So obstacles, roadblocks. I think I want to make a distinction up front. That's good. Is, are we talking about obstacles? Or are we talking about consequences? Ooh. Hey, now here's the thing. Wow. Sometimes we're actually dealing with issues from poor choices and we're calling it an obstacle. Yeah. We we've so over spiritualized things sometimes <laughs> in, the, in the charismatic church where we're like, Oh yep. my gosh, the devil's attacking me. And I'm like, in my finances and they've stolen all my money. And I'm like, no, you, you just actually need to get a better job or stop spending it on pointless things. Hey, listen to Dave Ramsey. Then (laughs) get out of debt.
0: Dave's got some wisdom. He
1: does. He does. I I don't agree with everything he says, but I really, really like a lot of what he says. We have to then stop blaming some of the difficulties in our lives, right? Like making them some spiritual mountain when really it's just actually the result of poor decisions or sin. Like, have you ever met somebody That it's, it's like, they don't have a great glimpse on reality. They're going through these cycles of difficulty in their life. Like maybe, maybe you see that they don't know how to handle money. We were talking about money Uh, or they don't know they're not treating people well and they're not willing to surrender everything to the Lord. And you're like, it's so obvious why you're going through what you're going through, but they just blame it on the devil or they blame it on God being hard on them because they have this massive calling. Yep and i'm going no you you actually just left the door wide open for the devil to waltz in your house he's sitting on the couch right he's sitting right over there making himself at home he's he's drinking a bubbly eating nachos
0: oh i could go for i could go for some nachos, for some nachos right now.
1: <laughs> he's chilling and you're you're making this into this this mountain that actually god is just actually probably frustrated that you're blaming him or making it overly spiritual right. and you just need to make some different decisions maybe you need to repent yeah Maybe you need some skills. anyways, sometimes we are our own worst enemy, and I want to just make that distinction. yes.
0: yeah, sometimes uh, I saw a Facebook post the other day. It was like most of our problems would that we deem spiritual could be solved with exor- daily exercise. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Having a budget. yeah um, but What are the other things having a budget daily exercise, drinking enough water <laughs> oh. and 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 uh, eating healthy. Um, you know, and uh, yes, we know things happen. There's, there's, there's legitimate things that can attack our health and all that. Yes. I'm not deeming that, but there's, there's practical things that we could do, um, to fix that. But there's also consequences to every action. Right. Right. So we do want to make that distinction, but there are obstacles that we will face. We will. That are not caused by
1: us. They're promised. Right. Actually, they're promised in scripture. Yes.
0: I was doing my review for this, this
1: podcast just, thinking about it, meditating on it. And I kept coming back to this idea. Jesus promises a couple different things. (laughs) But one of the things we know he promises is you will go through tribulation. You will have trial. Wow. Yep. Let's read John 16, 33. Famous verse. Yes, sir. I think Tim Tebow's posted this numerous times over the years. I've said these things to you that in me, you may have peace. Yes. In the world, you will have tribulation. Everyone say will. Will. Hey sorry but take oh you gotta be quicker take take (laughs) heart i have overcome the world tribulation the word tribulation in the greek is pronounced phlepsis oh everyone say phlepsis phlepsis it it stands (laughs) for it's it's just generally talking about oppressing or a pressure Mm. other words would be affliction anguish persecution funny enough it's the same word for childbirth in John sixteen twenty one, it's talking about the anguish of oh, childbirth. Sad. That's flesis. Phle- fleepless. There we <laughs> go. It's the same word to describe what Joseph went through when he stood before Pharaoh, Ooh. the the trials that he went through. Yeah, wow. When God rescued him out of his flesis, and then also <laughs> I know the word is funny. And then Acts twenty twenty three, pa- the Apostle Paul, right? These one of our heroes in the faith. He says the t- the Holy Spirit testifies to me in every city that imprisonment and phleipsis awaits me. Wow. Afflictions. We are promised that. Yeah. And if we try to run from that, neglect it, hide it, preach a prosperity gospel, uh-oh.
0: Yeah. Mm.
1: Yeah. Like, put that in your pipe and smoke it a little bit. <laughs> How does that feel? <laughs> like, there's, there's no... There is no way you can
0: avoid them and grow in the Lord. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> because... We're, that's how we grow Yeah, and, and needed yeah, yeah we have to we have to go through them and we've talked about this in prior podcasts about um a character building right that's how character is built like it would be if i was watching indiana jones and he was like all right we have to go find oh, let me pick one uh last crusade i loved it uh, we got to find the the goblet right the 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 cup of christ the um uh, mm. we, we have to find it but then if there was no conflict if there was no things he had to overcome it would be like okay we found it end movie could be a five minute movie but it was like i think almost like a two and a half hour movie three hour movie and there was many obstacles that that man had to face the nazis were coming after
1: him (laughs) that's a good point it makes it it makes life richer yes in a weird way
0: yes And and it's it's like we can and I get it obstacle after obstacle. There's some seasons you go through where it's just obstacle after obstacle after obstacle, and you can get worn down. However, kidding, yeah, like been there, am there, like you go through it, right? But we have to keep the end goal in mind. Yes. And what is the end goal, Tyler?
1: That's union with Jesus, intimacy with Jesus. The trial. Here's 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 what I want to let our listeners know. It's a good thing if you find yourself in a trial, if you find yourself in persecution, if you find yourself in thlepsis. Why? Because the trials qualify you. Mm -hmm. They qualify you. How do I know this? Because the Bible tells me so. Luke 22, verses 28 through 30. This is amazing. Jesus says this to his disciples. You are those who have stayed with me in my trials. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so they've, they've gone with Jesus. We can deduce from that verse, Jesus actually had trials, right. and he needed friends to stick with him. Right. That, they could preach right there. And then it says, And I assign to you, as my Father assigned to me, a kingdom, that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom, and sit on thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Mm. Trials qualify you yes. to stand with the Lord. They qualify you to walk in authority, to speak with authority, We talked about some of this in a previous episode, but they they'll qualify you in many ways to actually then be used in the same way to challenge other people, because then you have authority and integrity to speak about what you're speaking. The the truth is this: salvation is free, but growth in God is going to cost us. Mm. Growth in God is costly. I never, you know, John Paul Jackson said it this way: our future spiritual gain is predicated on a form of future of current loss. I'm going to repeat that again. Yeah, do. Please. Our future spiritual gain is predicated on a form of current loss. Wow. And and one of those losses is just a loss of our own identity in the Lord. Yeah. So let's talk about now to shift into what are what are some of the roadblocks that we face? Because that really actually could be applied to one of the first ones I'm thinking of here with the wilderness. Yes. What what are some <laughs> of the... Yeah.
0: Thank you. Did man. that touch a chord? Yes, sir. Thank hey. you, God. It's it's it is a place that you will find yourself a lot. And I know it's such a buzzword um, and we've made, you know, people have written books on it. But rightly so, because it's like it needs to be talked about. It's a there's that you can put yourself in the wilderness or God can put you there. Mm. And one will be, you know, if you put yourself there. I'll pray for you, but I mean, oh you don't want to, you don't want to put yourself there because of the choices, right? Consequences, you know, every action has a consequence, right? Yeah. Good or bad. But if God puts you there and you recognize it, it's, 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 it's a great place to be. Mm-hmm. And it, even though it doesn't feel good, right? Yeah. It's, it's a place where he woos you to yourself or excuse me, woos you to himself. And, and it, you, yeah. there's a lot of great intimacy. There's, there's there's greater um. There's revelation, but things are being stripped away. It's a dry and weary place, right? Yeah. Where there is no water. (laughs) Yes. And we are traveling through this arid wasteland with the Lord, but it's not forever. It is not. That's for somebody Mm. and myself and Mm. everybody. It's not forever. Wildernesses are seasonal (laughs) and we have to recognize when we are in one and when you, and if you are in one, don't wish it away accept don't prolong your wilderness that can be a thing too yeah don't prolong it accept it ask the lord whatever you need to do in me during this time do it because i want to grow in you i want to be with you right and let him do what he needs to do and eventually song of solomon 8 you'll come who is this coming out of the wilderness leaning on their beloved my beloved shout out to rick pino rick pino come on leaning on my beloved a whole album go listen to it 2013 i believe. Um. Yeah, that's that's the goal. And that look, it's no longer you on your two feet. You're leaning on him. Yeah. And that's the thing. But wilderness, it could be an obstacle. And I remember when I was first going, you know, going through that or I guess many I've been through many. But when I was beginning to get teaching on the wilderness, it became so much easier to navigate it because at first I was like, what did I do? Like I wasn't in sin. Right. Yeah, I wasn't out of the will of God. I was just in this tough, rough season. However, I came to realize it was the Lord who put me into it. Mm -hmm. It was the Lord that He. he, But, and then I was like, and then I had to go through this whole season where I'm like, is he mad at me? Why is he mad at me? I know he wasn't mad at me. It was because he loved me and he wanted to bring me closer to Him and he wanted to strip the things off that were okay in the last season, but wouldn't fly in the next season. And in the growth, right? You get like clothes, you don't wear toddler clothes anymore that'd be weird i hope not nobody who's an adult wearing toddler clothes cover today's day i mean (laughs) oh boy but no (laughs) um but we have to grow in 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 that right there's there's different things that we could do in past seasons that we couldn't can't do now because growth (laughs) right there's things that you could get away with as a kid that you don't get away with as an adult growth um so yeah wilderness that's an obstacle but it can be overcome it can be yeah, the world, that's powerful too. Because you were talking about how you
1: allowed God to lead you into it, and you didn't resist Him. Yep. It talks about in John four, and I think Matthew four as well. Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Yep. We've led. been talking.
0: We've been led by it.
1: What do you mean? The spirit led me away into a difficult time.
0: Oh, no, he for but, sure led but you. But Tyler, I thought only God will lead me into my, my best life now oh. and pro- all my promises to be fulfilled and, or excuse me, all my wants to be fulfilled. All my
1: wants. <laughs> yeah, sir or ma'am, you're Wrong. desperately in need of a revelation. <laughs> right. It's not, right? It's not. God. God takes us away into wilderness seasons to cause us to rely completely on him. And as I said before, it's our future spiritual gain is predicated on a current, a form of current loss. And what are those losses? Like what are signs of being in the wilderness? Well, your identity gets tested. Maybe your identity is really in your talent or your gift or your calling. Maybe there's, there's something about your history that you're trusting in or your ability to understand Mm. where God breaks your intellect. I feel that for some Mm. people listening, God wants to break our reliance on our, Problem-solving ability sometimes the
0: way we think we can do it. Yes,
1: until we lean on him, right? And he'll put you in the dark. He'll put you in the dark. Like some things are only birthed in the dark, mm. and God has to turn the lights out to to uh, make you lean on Him. Yep. You think about the idea of the Apostle Paul. He's knocked off his high horse, and then literally, <laughs> literally off his high horse, and he goes through a season of darkness where he has to be led right. by other people. It's only I think a couple of days, but metaphorically speaking it speaks of the dark season where god pulls us away the dark night of the soul yes to break our pride to break all of these things that we think too highly of ourselves on and the ultimate goal is that is union but also that our appetites change and maybe that's physical like jesus had to fast for 40 days Mm -hmm. there's our physical appetite maybe we need to work on our our physical body, but really spiritually, our appetites begin to change our desires. Mm-hmm. Our desire begins to be for him rather than other people. He strips us down in a way, but not to strip us, but really to build us up into him so that when we come back, we are leaning on him. Right. So I love, I love that. And we, yeah, there's, oh, so, we, could go, so yep, yep, we there. could go on with that, but what, what are what some other, other yeah, other ones, relational dysfunction. Whew. You got, ah, my goodness. You could go forever on that. Yep. Okay. We've talked about how family is a big deal to God. Community, yep. spiritual family is is big. It's not just you and Jesus, y'all. Hear me. It ain't just you and Jesus. That's right. The amount it's part of, of it. It's part of it. Not the whole though. But it ain't the whole thing. Right. The amount of people in our generation who don't think that being connected to a local church is necessary, is astounding. Yes. It baffles me. Yeah. It's like we just we just br- and I used to be one of those people. Same. We brush past passages of scripture that command us to be part of the local assembly. And we just assume I'm good because, you know, I'm, I'm growing in the Lord and I have community around me. Meanwhile, we're not serving anyone else's vision. Our character is not being tested. Our motives are not being challenged and we're walking in circles. Preach. We, there are a lot of people out there who are walking in circles and it's because they're not connected to a body, but that's not the only thing. When we talk about relational dysfunction, fear is one of the big roadblocks we'll have to deal with Mm -hmm. it's the fear of of not being loved of not being wanted not having our needs met or maybe even just a fear of not being able to show our full selves and this is why we have to be in community that's empowering that's that's challenging that causes us to grow into who we're called to be And, and a lot of that process deals with just natural skills we're gonna have to develop how to communicate our feelings yeah how to communicate our wants, setting boundaries when we feel manipulated, keep your love on. That's a great book to reference right now by Danny Silk. I highly recommend it. You're going to face relational dysfunction tests in the church, in your work and, and in your friendships. And if you grew up like in a controlling environment or a passive aggressive environment, then this is a major roadblock that you're going to have to overcome. Have to. Because if, if, when you were a kid, if maybe if you were punished for saying what you really felt, or you never felt safe
0: telling someone to stop, then this, this is going to be a difficult challenge. Right. But, but necessary, because you have to communicate to, to people. It's just in life that not, let's take it out from the church in life. You're going to have to communicate with people. And if you don't communicate well, that you're going to, you're going to be in a whole world of just, torment honestly yeah um and a whole world of just spinning in circles and 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 wondering why you can't keep friendships or relationships um but yeah there's a way to do it though right it's it's like when we do address these things right like communicationally um we don't do it in a demeaning way we don't do it in a hurtful way but we you make yourself known and your feelings well with all humility and with all honor um Yeah, that's definitely a robo. And if we don't, if we just sit there and don't overcome the obstacle, we don't progress in the journey. And we have to progress in the journey. Yeah. It's, it's a non negotiable, or you're just going to waste your life. Yeah. We have to continue on with the journey. Don't just settle for act one. There's act two and act three and act four in, in front of you, but you have to go through act one in order to get those places. It's true. And learning to
1: communicate is such a blessing. I think most of relationships, most of the dysfunctions actually come back to communication issues. Mm. If I can show my heart to you and realize that I'm not being misunderstood or uh, rejected for saying what I really think, then that's a huge thing. Right. A few years ago, I, the Lord began to really challenge me in this area. I didn't necessarily grow up in a family where healthy communication was a huge priority. I, we were strong in, in sure. some areas in our Christian walk, as I don't mean to demean in any way. Yeah, really. I honor my family. Uh, yeah. However, communication wasn't necessarily our strongest thing. And I didn't necessarily grow up, as many of you probably didn't, knowing how to express my feelings or my mm. frustrations. As I got older, people would be like, what's wrong with you? And I'd just try to brush it off because that's it. the only way yeah. I knew how to do it. And they'd go, you look angry. And I'd be like, that would make me more angry. Mm. I'd be like, leave me alone. Right. I, I didn't know how to say, hey, I didn't like it when you did this. And I'm, my heart, I'm feeling offended right now. How do right. I, what, how, what did you mean when you said that? one of the ways that the Lord began to challenge me was I just went through this season where it was just friend after friend. And and then it culminated with my mom actually, where I had to call them and say, set boundaries and mm-hmm. just say, Hey, I'm, with one of them, it was, I feel like you always are talking about yourself in the in the conversations and you never actually check on me. I don't feel like we're really friends. Mm. And this was a someone who would have considered me a great friend. I started crying at the end of the convo. Wow. I did not know how much I had bottled up. Yeah. And it's then like all of the, a sudden it came to the surface, like the cap came off. The volcano. Yeah. And it just came out and, and it was beautiful. And then with my, my mom, I, I brought up things that had been painful and she didn't know that I felt that way, but she apologized and... It just started this effect or this snowball of crucial conversations. Right. And ironically, like one of the things I value most now is honest communication, even though I I had no idea how to do it when I was younger. So yeah. So we have we have the relational dysfunction, we have the wilderness. We we talked in another episode about private private victories and how those lead to public victories. I'd say that, that there's a lot of roadblocks in there too, so you can go back and listen to one yeah. of our previous episodes. It's those little character tests. Right. That's that's definitely another one. And what would you say, I know we're getting close on time here, what would you say for you, Does what would be one of the, the biggest roadblocks you feel like you've had to overcome that you were willing to share? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, to share. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, we got to be. I would, yeah, kind of careful here, yeah, right. right? I would say. It's funny you kept talking about um, like the cap and everything, because that's so. There was a there was a season where I just graduated college. I was at this conference, um, and a um, a, and I got encountered by the Lord. I'm on the ground, you know, just kind of got laid out by the Holy Ghost, and uh, and a um, a mentor of mine came up to me at weeping over me and saying like, basically he sees the Lord putting a cap on me and that, um, you know, I had plans to leave. I I was living in Lakeland, Florida at the time I had plans. I just graduated. I was ready to leave. I was, I don't know where I was going to go, but I was like, I'm ready to get the heck out of Florida. Yeah. (laughs) Like it's time to go. It's my time. And he, with tears came to me and said, the Lord's putting a cap on you. Um, And I believe he said, for the next two years, you're called to stay here. And I I knew it was God, but I started weeping too (laughs) because I wanted to leave. I was like, you got to be kidding me. And I knew this mentor of mine heard the Lord and it resonated with me. So I was like, oh God, no. And there's other things to the word that came to pass as well. But it was one of those things where I had, it was a roadblock. I was like, my world got flipped upside down again. Yeah, yeah. I had plans. I had ideas. I had, I thought this, I graduated Bible college. I have a degree. I did the internship. I did everything. I'm ready to go change the world for Jesus and get out of the place where I was frustrated and confused and not for the whole time, but in this, I was like, I'm ready to like have something new. Yeah. And I had to overcome that roadblock of dying to what i thought i what i needed to do and yeah. actually yield to what god was telling me to do
1: um that is i and we don't have time to necessarily get into this next part but i i feel like almost the to put a stamp on that it's like trust yes the trust is one of the biggest roadblocks yes i i know for me there's still areas i could talk for a long time on this but it's right. it's the trusting the lord
0: Yep, and and I thank God that, to say that after that two years I met my wife. Thank you, Come Lord. On, there you go. Like I already knew her, but like that's a whole another story. <laughs> we were friends, and then became more than friends, and. Um, stuff in ministry began to open up the, like the Lord was still taking me through some, some, some stuff or I made friendships that I wouldn't have typically made. So yeah, it all came about great, but I had to overcome that roadblock of dying to what I want to see the next part of the journey overcome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. that's good. But I think we're almost out of time here. I'm seeing the battery on the camera flashing red. <laughs> so right. shut her down. Hopefully you're encouraged. Overcome those roadblocks, right? How yeah. do we do this? Yield to the Lord, right? Yeah. Get in community. Go find an encouraging person in the Lord and and, and just, just give it to the Lord and he will guide you. And there's more to that, but we'll save it for another time. There we go. But my name is Eric. And I'm Tyler. And this is the Pilgrims Podcast. We'll see you next time.